Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Ordinary Joe's Town Talk with Joey Chapman. We're powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine, and we're broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside Perimeter Roofing Studios from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful downtown Snow Mountain, Georgia. So excited to have Eric Godfrey, the main head coach at Parkview High School for football. It's good to have you, Eric. Uh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you coming out today. Um, let's get right to it. Um, when you first came to Parkview, I felt like, uh, and I think the rest of the community did, um, and no knock on Coach Flo at all, but I felt like the program had kind of got, got gotten a little stale, I guess you might say, because we weren't going to playoffs and this kind of thing. So um, the last couple of years, we've really started jumping that up. So tell, tell us how you did that and uh, give us some background on how you got into the football program and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I, it, the the background goes goes real deep. Being a, a Parkview grad from '94, um, and then uh, going on to play in Presbyterian College, and uh, I actually came back to Parkview High School right out of college. Uh, as soon as I got into college, so the fall of '99, I got to come back to Parkview and as assistant coach, and got to coach uh, for Coach Flo, and uh, was on the three state championship teams, and we won 46 in a row, and awesome. uh, got to be an offensive coordinator, part of that, uh, and then then I left to, to go to Loganville to be head coach. Uh, out there for 10 years wow. and then uh, when coach Flo retired it's interesting um, I was happy where I was at you know enjoyed you know what I was doing and uh, my wife she's actually the one who said well you you've got to at least you know at least at least try I said you'll regret it the, you know the rest of your life if you don't at least you know at least try so uh, so I did put my name in the hat and did some research and you know talked to people in the community again and, uh, and had an opportunity to get an interview and actually left the interview a lot more excited about the job than I had even thought about even coming into the job uh, or into the interview itself. And uh, like I said, it's, it's been a great experience. It's been nine years now that wow. has really flown by Man, it sure uh, has. in a hurry. So you were a Presbyterian blue hose. I did, that, not, yes. I did not realize that. That's awesome. Yep. And then uh, did uh, – so you said you worked with Coach Flo and then right, went right into the Loganville job. That's, that's a, that's, I think that's a tremendous – deal right there i mean you know and and y'all's record at loganville was pretty good yeah so yeah it was uh uh so I, we're i'm not i'm not arrogant at all <laughs> i'm not uh there there's there not a winning record your coach did not have a winning record overall uh until and, and my i was there for 10 years and left after my 10th year and we had a you know overall winning record and that was the first time in local history that a coach had been there to have an, uh, a winning record and won a region championship you know went to the playoffs and uh, we beat Gainesville when when they had Deshaun Watson and they won the state championship that year. That was a you know just a highlight of a game and uh, so so it was it was it was a great experience and honestly I was probably too young when I first started uh, but had a lot of energy and love for the game and uh, Loganville gave me an opportunity and like I said, it was it was a great ten years and I learned a lot uh, in middle to apply here so, at Parkview. So cool. So you knew Coach Whitley, uh, athletic director from Parkview. How, when did he come? When yeah, so he, yeah, he and I actually came the same year. We both came okay. in the fall of 99 oh, wow. uh, together. And uh, so there I was right out of high school. And you know, he, he'd already been a head coach. And, uh, you know, so, so I, 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 he was great to learn from, to learn from really from, like I said, Mark Whitley and Cecil Flo and Dennis Strami, you know, who's a part of you. Those, those three guys I really uh, listened to and learned a lot. And uh, just as far as, you know, just great mentors. And uh, so it was great to come back and uh, be with Coach Whitley again. You know, absolutely, a part of your icon in himself too. No, absolutely, and uh, and uh, you know the thing about it that I learned watching him over the years is he he really was at just about every sporting event. I don't know how the guy did it. I mean, right. he was 
yes. amazing. Yeah, and he um, laid the foundation for Coach Nick Gast, our athletic director now, who is now at about every sporting event. You know, they, you're exactly right. The two of them, the energy levels and, you know, what they do for Parkview is, is, is impressive. You mentioned your wife earlier. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how y'all met and – Yes, yes. Interesting story. We uh, we always talk about you know FCA Fellowship Christian Athletes being you know important in our lives. Uh, it's actually where we met in college. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, she played volleyball at Presbyterian, and it was actually like I said, it was that FCA event uh, that we met for the first time. And uh, you know it is funny because everybody's like you know well, how do you know? And I said, you just know when you know. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, the first time we met. Literally, I and I never thought about. It. I was, you know, I'm a, coming, you know, I was a college kid. I don't, you know, think that far beyond is. But the first <laughs> time we met, I really did think, God, this this girl might could be the one. That's cool. And uh, so, you know, sure enough, you know, you know, you know, gone from there hasn't all been, you know, roses. You know, I can't say that, but <laughs> but it's been great. And she's, you know, she's super supportive. And yeah, uh, being a college athlete herself uh, helps a lot for her understanding what goes on in the coaching I- world. And I and I would say that's so important that she's got that kind of background as well because she understands coaching. I would say you know, being an athlete herself, so that's really cool. And she does some coaching too. With, with yeah, yeah, she, yeah. As a matter of fact, she was the head coach for volleyball for three seasons. Uh, went to the Sweet Sixteen uh, at least two of the years. I know won a region championship. Did did a great job uh, with volleyball, which she is now. She's called herself a, a full time football mom now for our son Jacob. <laughs> that's awesome. Tell and tell me a little about about your kids. I know you got two daughters and a son and. Yes, yes. So my yeah, my oldest daughter Jordan is uh, at North Georgia now, fantastic, and uh, and she's loving it, and she's uh, has Hope Scholarship, and is she's an RA, so she's basically going for free. She knows how to save us some money, which is awesome. You know, she's not afraid of hard work. And then uh, Brooke is a senior at Parkview, and she's uh, uh, she's looking at doing uh, art elementary, or excuse me, elementary education with a concentration in art. Okay, and uh, when she works at Camp Creek now or, or, or i say works is like some intern stuff and is really learning a lot and loving it great school and, uh yes absolutely and uh, so she she's excited she just decided hey she's going to go to georgia college state university and uh is really happy about that and excited about that so uh and then uh jake and like i said jake's in eighth grade now and um you know he, he does a great job in the classroom he's you know and it's, it's great about all, really all of our kids but teachers talk about they're respectful and uh, you know, we, we love, you know, love hearing that. They, you know, they work hard and respectful. Um, and Jake's, that's it, he's a good athlete and had a great season in football this past year. And he just, he loves the game. He loves his friends. And um, like I said, he, he makes it easy to be proud of him, even though, you know, his parents would get mad at him every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really so awesome. And, uh, you know, knowing your, 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 all your kids are great, great citizens for the community. So that's awesome. Um, tell me about your parents a little bit. I know your dad probably had a lot of influence on you as far as coaching and that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely. So growing up, and of course, I grew up right here in the Mountain Park uh, area, and uh, so played at Mountain Park Park for my whole life. And uh, my dad coached us all the way through. I say us because I have an older brother and I have a twin brother. Okay. And uh, so he was our head coach in football and basketball and baseball, and uh, we were very successful. We won a lot of championships, and all of them is funny. We had a uh, a, a bookshelf in our house, and it, only championship trophies could go on the bookshelf. It wasn't a championship; it didn't go on the bookshelf. And hey, uh, I love that. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, competitive. So he's he's super competitive. But I was him coaching us through the years. And he did it because because he wanted to be around us and near us and influence us. And he just he loved ball and he loves his kids. And he loves family, and uh, so so that's why he you know he did all of that. And uh, and then honestly, my mom taught me how to pitch. Really? Uh, yes. When I first came out, so evidently I, they said I could throw it really really hard. But I'd peg a kid every now and then, and uh, uh, is what it is. <laughs> that's no, that's so, 
No, that's great. Um, my wife was really uh, big with my boys in baseball, so she taught them a lot of stuff. I was not the I was not the main athlete, per, <laughs> athletic person in the family, so I get that totally. But uh, your dad um, and y'all y'all had a uh, real strong church background, and you talked about FCA and stuff. Tell me a little bit more about that. Right? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's what you know. Our, our parents, you know, took us to church, and you know, so important. You know, we actually grew up at Mountain Park First Baptist sure. uh, Church right here, and uh, like I said, just. Uh, and a great experience in, in all of that, um, you know, brought us all closer to family. Is uh, my brother actually? He actually accepted Christ right after a senior year in high school. Okay, and it really kind of ch- changed our whole family as far as uh, cool uh, just our relationships and seeing how just how real God is. That's and, awesome. And uh, you know, uh, so, so that was a great experience for all of us. And you know, between Richard King and you know other people at Mountain Park and uh, that kind of stuff really helped us. And and, and honestly, my marriage today and. Um, and it's something ever since COVID I, we've talked about with our family, you know, our, our kids are, you know, believers and, but, uh, we, we do not, we're not involved as much as we know we should be since COVID has been tough. Yeah. Really yeah. tough. I think uh, it's been tough on every church and, yes. um, uh, no, no doubt. Um, no. And re- you mentioned Richard King. He's just such a, he was such a great influence. Still is on the, he's still doing some track. Yes, he, he is. That's yep. amazing. Uh, great guy, great guy for our community. I want to go back to coach Slow for just a minute. Um, I just I was thinking about you know like 18 years ago there was an article in the AJC and they kind of dogged on Coach Flo because they felt like he was being um, less than nice about the feeder program you know and I and, and and I personally think he was just being very honest and you know the the fact that our communities changed so much and the fact that people are not as interested in football and of course you know Nick was telling us the last time my last interview was with Nick and and he was saying that you know there's about 30 sports or something I may even have the number wrong could be more than that but um what are your thoughts on the feeder program now I still think it's pretty strong at Mountain Park right yes it yeah it really is it is strong but but as you said it's not as uh participated in yeah Yeah, the numbers aren't as big as they were you know 90s early 2000s uh, right. And just as you said, just the demographics is everybody played football, baseball, basketball. Right. And now, you know, nowadays there's so much to do. Like I said, so many different sports and so many different opportunities and all the way to the esports. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, all we couldn't of believe there's video right, sports no, now, yes. but that's, that's the reality of the world we it, live it in. It really you know? is, yes. And, I mean, uh, I get it. And so yeah. just, yeah, and, and like I said, you know, as, diver- as diverse as our community is, you know, some other cultures don't put a lot of weight on football. Right. Um, or, or even in sports in general, which yeah. which makes our school good because, sure. uh, you know, they're very academically focused and they're great kids and super respectful. Uh, but but it is very it is very different in that manner. Right. Um, you know, as far as, you know, all the kids at school working hard and respectful and love each other, it's really neat to see. That is cool to see. That is but I would I would love to see uh, all of our teams double in size, you know, for sure, sure you know, with with uh, with athletes and that kind of stuff. But it, it is a still strong feeder program, but the numbers are not what they were at one time. Uh, no, and that makes total sense. And and I, and I would think just with everything in our lives, there's so many different things going on. And you know, it's just like Kiki that owns the hotel here. Her kids are involved in their their Indian community center. That's neat. That's not a good or a bad thing. It's just reality and facts. And I, I like I said, I just thought I thought Coach Flo got kind of dogged unnecessarily because he was just talking about the truth and, and the facts right. of what are going on. And it's just it's just a change in the in the atmosphere or whatever you want to call it. But um. But again, I think it's, I still think it shakes out pretty strong for the community. Um, you know, and I, the one other thing that I have always thought, talked about is I felt like the AJC has been really hard on Parview, you know, and, I, and maybe it's because we've been so successful. I'm not exactly sure, but um, 
Anyway, you, you, your experience, I, and I was ahead on here, full disclosure, um, the <laughs> last time that part of you played Grayson, I kind of dogged the guys on, on their little text thing because I was like, y'all are being totally unfair to part of you. We're here playing the game and we're beating Grayson. And they acted like we weren't even on the field. Um, but you haven't found that to be the experience with, when you talk to the press. Right, right, yeah. They, and no, I have not, yeah. Because they, they do, they seem to be, you know, pro part view. They like it when, you know, part view is good at, at football and other sports because uh, it is a big name. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I too totally agree with if anything were to, you know, it goes funny at part view, you know, teacher looks funny at kid or something, you yes. know, at AJC, whoever doesn't wants to grab a hold of it. And, and I agree, I think it, it might be because you know, part view is a, uh, a winning program. Yes, yeah, and it's it's a name. It's a what do you call it? A name that everybody knows in their home, and uh, so you know, sort of get views and get recognized. And uh, do you see what happened to Part View? And um, so I, I do feel like it's it's a uphill battle on both ways. But also, I do think that maybe they do recognize us a little bit more when we do well in sports as well. So uh, I get, maybe it's just heightened on both ends. I know, it's, and and I would say decades long of winning, you get people jealous and. There's no telling what the agenda is. That's, I just always thought it was kind of that's interesting. That's right. There, there's a great coach, T. McFerrin, who's a, a Hall of Famer, you know, phenomenal football coach. And uh, he's uh, it's funny. I was actually having a co- uh, conversation with another coach. He said, "Yeah, T. McFerrin used to always say he hate you know, he hated Parkview. He said he hated Parkview because he never beat Parkview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, one of the few schools he never beat. That's so true, though. I mean, hey, you n- you never know. Like I said, you don't know what you don't know what it is about. Uh, mm-hmm. the way they act about it. But it, it is interesting. But the thing I always think, just let's look at the scoreboard and see what it says that's at right. the end that's of the right. game, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's good stuff, though, man. Um, what about your uh, your philosophy now? I know we talked to Nick a lot about leadership, and he gave us some – you know, he just loves to talk about leadership. And I, I had no idea he was so into that, but it's it's really interesting. And I know he, he helps with FCA over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are your thoughts about, do you have like a motto y'all go by, you know, during the year or whatever? Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, we, we do a, we do a, a motto for the entire athletic department, which this year is all in. All in. And so okay. every year we do one theme to, you know, kind of help bring us all together and, uh, and it goes on a shirt. So every sports team has it and, uh, we can talk about it, you know, work it with it, our kids. And then as far as football wise, our, our four core values are work hard, be respectful, others first and family. And it's something that we talk to our kids all the time about. They're going to see it posted. Uh, they themselves will repeat it after practice and after games. And uh, it's something that I, I just truly believe in. You know, when you work hard, it's uh, one of the more satisfying things you can do as, as a as – a, especially as a male. You know, you get done with hard, hard day's work, you feel satisfied. Absolutely. And, uh, and just it's something very important to teach our kids. Um, you know, if, if you got great talent and you work really hard, you can be really, really good. And uh, the whole idea of being respectful – um, you know, if I'm respectful to uh, to my peers and, and my my uh, the the people ahead of me that are the leaders of me, they're going to want to work harder for me. And it's the same thing with our players and students. We tell them the, the more respectful you are, the more the teacher wants to work with you, the more the coach wants to coach you and make you better. Uh, the more you know, people will work for you and work harder for you if you're respectful to them. And then, of course, others first. You know, you know nothing more the most gratifying thing that you can possibly do is 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 help someone who probably can't give you anything in return. Um, you know, something took me a little bit longer in life to learn. Um, but it's something really have, you know, stressed our players and uh, something I truly believe in. And uh, when you're able to help others in, in the matter of sports, how we also spend it to the matter of sports is if I can help the guy to my right and to my left be better and get what they want, ultimately in the end, I'll get what I want. Because I, I want to win. You know, right. I want to I go play college ball. I want to stand out. But I've got to help my teammates. I've got to help others. 
right in order to get in order to meet my own personal goals and then of course and of course family's family you know family sometimes fights uh family sometimes uh you know has tough, tough times but in the end the True. family always has each other's back and uh, carries each other's burdens and help each other's out and, and, and encourage each other in the end absolutely no and, and I, I would say we do have a strong tradition of of hard work ethic there at the school especially with the sports programs and and how about academics i know y'all y'all stress uh stress that and you feel good about the you know your team predominantly goes to college and right yes yeah that's when college coaches come through Parkview and they feel they they know their kids will our kids Parkview kids will be successful in college uh that you know the workloads won't be too much uh the, right. you know the, especially their freshman years they, our kids go to their freshman year and they got hey uh Parkview was tough for the junior and senior year, and they were the freshman year in college. Yeah. And uh, and, it, and it's true. And uh, and we get some kids from some other schools that uh, you can tell they have been at a Parkview and you know in, in our you know community and system and that kind of stuff because it is it is it's a uh, we got teachers who challenge them and you know want them to be great and have high expectations for them and don't let them slide by and uh, so so it it is a, it's a good good side on academics and then uh, like I said our kids for the most part you know do a good job of uh, attacking the classroom as well. Tell me about some of the star athletes this year, just the seniors that are going to be going on to place for other schools and, you know, yes, for colleges. Yep. I know Colin's one of my neighbors. He's a great Right, athlete. yeah, that's the last one I'm going to talk about for you. Our, our quarterback, uh, Colin Hockey, ended up, he threw for over 2,000 yards this year, this season, threw for over 6,000 in his career. Uh, yeah, had offers from LSU to Virginia Tech to Georgia Tech to, uh, you know, just lots of offers that he could have gone and played football. Uh, a lot of those offers to do football and baseball. Uh, but he, he's actually he's, he's committed to uh, he's actually signed with Mississippi State in baseball, and uh, it's what a great program! Oh man, yeah, great baseball program, and uh, and they're they're projecting him to be a late first round pick in the uh, Major League Baseball draft. It's fantastic, and uh, it really is, and it's a neat story. Uh, him knowing too, because there's a lot of college quarterback coaches that did this route that got drafted, played baseball, and after three or four years, maybe baseball didn't work out, and they went back to and played college football. And now, we're, and now we're coaching college football. So he and I, we've had that conversation too. Hey, you got a, you've got another fallback plan if you know if the baseball thing doesn't work out. But he looks, he looks pretty strong. Like uh, it might work out. <laughs> no, that's no, that's super good. And uh, anybody else you want to give? Yes, a shout sir, out yeah, to? yeah. This is you know our specialist this year. As far, as far as just thinking seniors, our kicker was phenomenal this year. He's going to have an opportunity to kick somewhere. Uh, and, it, and it's harder for specialists when they come out. You know, they want you to walk on and earn a spot and. Uh, but he can he can do that because he has a four zero GPA and fantastic. Uh, but I mean he he hit a fifty three yarder this year, a fifty one yarder, hit a few forty yarders. I mean he's you know just really strong leg and a great kid, Carlos Munoz, uh, our long snapper Sam Lindsay. Uh, he also have an opportunity to uh, he's got an Air Force offer now and has other you know big schools talking to him about. Uh, to come on to be a specialist for long snapper. Fantastic. And then, uh, and then we have quite a few other seniors that will have an opportunity to play at the next level. You know, maybe not a Power Five or FBS, but okay. we'll have an opportunity to play at the next level. That's fantastic. And and who was your running back this year? Yeah, so yeah, Kyer Spain. Man, yes. that guy was phenomenal. Oh, man. I'm, yes, he is. Uh, golly, he's dynamite in a box. And uh, he is. He's really – he rushed for over 2,000 this year. He led all of the highest classification 7A in rushing. Um, like I said, just a – Hard, another kid, hard worker, and we get him back too. Wow, that's fantastic! I, 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 I watch that guy run up and down the field. I'm like, we're lucky to have that guy. <laughs> that's absolutely. Oh my goodness! And and a little curveball here. What about Chesney? She was uh, yes. a holder, so we had actually had a female on the team. Yes, and, uh, and she is great. I mean, cool. I mean, really, and, and uh, you know, just right from the start, you know, as far as just you know, meshing with the boys and Good. Uh, you know, not 
I just she was phenomenal. That's good. Uh, you know, it's funny because each time you go to an away game, uh, Coach Godfrey, uh, there, there's a place for me to dress, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to work on that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but she, like I said, she was she was great, and um, you know, it, it was never you know never distraction. She was there for she knew you know hey, it's a business trip, you know, to get things done, and uh, and really helped help the culture of our team. How, so I know she I know she. Um, held for junior varsity did she get to go out right. this year on she, varsity? she she held quite a few times for varsity this really season. okay yes. fantastic yes that's so, so great uh yeah so that that was yeah it was great to see her on the on the varsity field in the big field uh getting that opportunity that's hilarious you would just not think at parview we would have that happen but that's cool <laughs> that it did um i was just down at atlantic station and um you know they, they had that incident down there where 12 year olds got shot or something just awful stuff and i'm like where are the parents in these situations which is why i think sporting is such an important part of kids lives even though like we were talking about there's 60 different opportunities now but uh just the discipline and stuff that teaches you for your life and uh, you know you want to comment on that at all yeah it's a big believer in it what you said and all three of my kids played sports growing up and and obviously i love sports but a big part of that is what they learn in sports there's things that they got to learn on the field and through coaches and other people coaching them that uh that they wouldn't get to learn at the house they wouldn't get to learn at school uh, and that's where you know, sports is a big, big deal and all that. You know, our, our mission statement is to learn how to become a good citizen, or excuse me, to become a good citizen who learns how to handle toughness and adversity with great maturity. And I feel like sports does that. You know, it helps you to learn to, to give to others and care about others and to be a good citizen. And then ultimately to handle toughness and adversity with great maturity because we're all going to have a, tough situations. We're all going to, you know, be put in adverse situations and uh, to learn how to handle it correctly. And sports does a great job because it challenges you a lot and yeah, uh, so, yeah and if you don't handle it right you know you got a coach all over you or you're not even allowed to be on that team uh and so that's it, it really teaches a lot and i think you know talk about that kid down atlantic station you know uh you know had he learned how to handle some toughness and adversity with great maturity uh i, I believe he'd have been a, a whole lot better off for sure absolutely i'll never forget i used this example before but uh my son told me that his boss told him that he would never be a salesperson. And uh, he told me that because he had been with Chan that he didn't take that personal because um, Chan was in his ear all the time, you know, about, about baseball and everything. And so I think, you know, similar with football, et cetera, you know, as long as, long as you can handle that uh, negativity that you might get thrown at you, even though it was, it was a, a learning moment for him, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, he was like, I've, I've been through chance baseball program so I can handle this, you know, and I was like, that is, it, it's such a mature thing to absolutely to, yes. to, to go through or whatever. Yes. Um, so tell me what your goals are overall for the program, um, coming up. I mean, mate, looking five years into the future and the end goals for you personally. I mean, right. those are two different questions. Right. right? For sure. Yes. Yeah. And, and two and kind of the same. Uh, so really, you know, for our football program, ultimately, we, we, we want to win a state championship. Sure. Not just one. We want to win, you know, yeah. win more. We, you know, we want to every game we want to play in. And uh, and honestly, you know, we had a really good season this year. Had a, uh, you know, if we'd played more consistent at times, maybe we're still playing right now. Um, and but we, we bring back a majority of everybody. You know, we, we lose, obviously we lose Colin at quarterback. We had a, a guard who, uh, played some offensive line as a senior, and we had a defensive tackle and a defensive end. Those were the guys with their starters, and everybody else is is back. And it's a lot of lot of very good athletes, and uh, and really all the way down from our junior class, our uh, sophomore class, our freshman class is really strong. Uh, our eighth grade class is good. Our seventh, you know, so it's, so it's really neat that uh, we've always had a good class and a 
average class, yeah. a good class and an average <laughs> class. You know, so we've never been to put them back Cyclical. to back to back. Yes. Yeah. And for starting next season, we're going to have some back to back to back really good classes. And so Fantastic. it's really exciting because we've been really successful and, you know, gone to Final Four and, you know, quarterfinals quite a few times. And uh, so, but ultimately, we want to break that mold and, and win it all. And 7A football is not easy. It is super difficult. As a matter of fact, they, they rated it the uh, – they had the hardest – it said 7A Georgia football was the hardest mm-hmm. class to win uh, a state championship in football in, in the entire country. I bet it and, is. Uh, I, and, I, yes. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes. I mean, I was – we were talking in the lobby, and I was telling you that I watched that Grayson quarterback. Uh, it was either last year or the year before. I mean, the guy looks like a professional, you know. And I think he came in here from California That's or something. Right. But yes. you said people are moving here to play Georgia football. Yes, they're literally. Yeah, I got a phone call from somebody in New York. Wow. And uh, and and a lot of it is too is these parents they understand in Georgia. I mean, it's year round training. Uh, you sure. Know, the, the weight training, the skill development, uh, coaches. You know, caring about the kids enough to want to continue to work with them year round. And uh, the the lady I talked to from uh, from New York, mm-hmm. uh, she's telling me they just they don't do that there. They don't have weight training classes. They don't have the, uh, you know, basically you do football during football season. When it's over, it's over. Um, and uh, so it's kind of foreign to us here in the state of Georgia. Um, so so parents are there that have some kids that, you know, have a chance to play, you know, big-time college football or are moving to Georgia specifically so they can – so awesome. Georgia high school coaches can work with them. It is pretty neat. That is very neat. And, and let's talk a little bit about the college system. I'm, I'm like um, – we spoke about this a little bit earlier, but I, I cannot stand the fact some people commit and then they decommit. And then, you know, it's it, unfortunately our society just has a loyalty issue. Although what you've been talking about, like we try to stress that at Parkview, you know, let's, let's stay loyal and uh, do the right thing. But I mean, it's just so competitive. And I know people just jump from program to program sometimes. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's just part of the deal we can't do anything about. But it's your thoughts on that. Yeah. And that's, and, and I do. I, I wish it was. Like it was before, where yeah. had you went to a program and you stuck with it, and and tough times you fought through tough times, you right? Know, you didn't run through tough times, you know. And then some positions I get like like take a quarterback position. Hey, I'm a I'm a sophomore, and this freshman came in, and he's better than me. There's only one position in quarterback, so okay, maybe I now want to go somewhere and go play. But I'm a lineman, I'm a receiver, I'm a really any other position there is. There's multiple positions to win that to win on, to win in and to have an opportunity in. So, you know, to stay and fight, you know, I wish there was more of that. And uh, like I said, sometimes it works out. I wish they would talk about the ones that don't work out because we all see the ones on TV, hey, this guy transferred, look how successful it was. Well, that's a small number of successful ones. A majority of them are not successful transferees. A majority of them don't get a chance to play. A majority of them don't even get to sign with anybody. And uh, that's just not highlighted. And uh, I guess because it's not pretty. And, yeah, no, that's a great uh, so point. But uh, but I, I agree. It's good in some situations. I wish I, mean, I wish most of them would find a way to push and fight and uh, outlast people. You know, that, that's yeah. the game of sports too. If I can that's outlast it. somebody, my third, fourth, fifth year, I outlast these people. And now I'm getting an opportunity. I'll never forget uh, my my older son was telling me. You know, we had somebody move in that he, they thought he was going to take his position. He's like, Dad, I can only do what I can do and worry about what I do. I, you know, just. And that, that always stuck with me. It's like my son's teaching me lessons, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, okay, artificial turf, I was, that's new for us. What do you think about it? Right, yes. Yeah. So what I love about it is I, have, I, I don't paint lines anymore. Thank goodness. Uh, I don't have to worry about the rain. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge time saver. You know, we literally we got in the middle of our season this year, so we transitioned to practicing on our game field, and our practices were better. 
Um, it's just, you know, everything's very clear. You can space how you use the spacing, how you're supposed to use spacing. So there's a whole lot of advantages of it. I, I do like the natural grass the best as far as playing surface. Sure. But as far as the the ability to get on it every single day and rain doesn't matter, uh, it's – it was really good for us. Well, that's that's one of the things I was going to say. I mean, people don't realize that you, you had to have a coach or two dedicated to to getting the field ready before the practice or for the before the game, right? I mean, right, so yes. it's like that's a lot of time mm. that that's, that does not have to be used to do that anymore. So, I mean, and I, and I think we were one of the last um, places to get it in going out. Yeah, the very last school. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. How long did it take them to do that? Uh, they they started uh, well. They're supposed to start at the end of May, and they ended up starting in uh, July. And uh, so they went from July to, I want to say, uh, end of September. Okay. So I'm within two and a half months, three months. I mean, it was pretty amazing when they got going, how fast it went. Pretty fast, pretty fast. Golly, we're, we've already uh, used up our time. I was just going to say, in closing, I was going to say the Parkview community travels well. I feel like there's a lot of people listening, a lot of people that care. Um, I know, I know, I know probably some of these away games, you didn't see as many people as you used to, but still, you know, just like we were talking about, there's so many other distractions, but, um, just your thoughts on the community in general. Yeah. That, and the part of your community stretches so far outside of Lilburn and, yeah. uh, just cause you know, the, the part of your community, when everywhere you go, if you wear something part of you, somebody says something about, Hey, Hey, part of you. Hey, I know part of you. I know this person I know, uh, or I went to part of you, you know, whatever it might be. So it really is a very broad sweeping, uh, a community, if you will, and uh, and then people who just you know love Parkview and care about Parkview, and, and even the community here, you know now, you know that love Parkview and uh, come here because they want to be a part of the sports programs and the academics, and so uh, yeah, e- even today it is it's still a, a great community. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. And I think uh, I mean as you were saying, I've been in other states with Parkview gear on, and people say, oh yeah, I know Parkview. It's like amazing. So mm-hmm. it's good stuff, man. I really appreciate you coming out today. Yes. Always, always good to talk to you. Absolutely, yeah. And thank you again for this opportunity. I love doing it. All right, sounds good, Eric. Thank you so much. Um, in closing, thanks for tuning in to another Ordinary Joe's uh, Town Talk with Joey Chapman on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. Thanks again. Signing off. <laughs>